happy Sunday, and I just want to say I am glad that I've made it, like, a routine. Like, I tell myself, like, we're going to do this every week because it makes me spend time not just in the Bible doing my daily um, reading plan, but also in the Bible discovering new concepts and um, just taking the time to hear what God wants me to talk about and has placed on my heart. I mean, I kind of already had an idea because this is going to be the second part of the Ten Commandments series. Um, but I was, I almost did an episode all about like Valentine's Day theme. I was going to talk about like um, how Christian dating relationships should be and what true love is, how Jesus modeled that. And I was going to talk about some of those things. But I decided, I don't know, the the Valentine's Day came and went and we're four days past it. So I was like, I'm just going to go off of the second part of the Ten Commandments because um, I'm going to be talking today about rest and the Sabbath. And it's something that has been emphasized in my personal training program as I've been studying. And it's something I've had to learn and discover myself not only spiritually, but physically, mentally, all of the above. Because I don't know about you guys, but it's very typical for people to want to be go, 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 like get stuff done, be the best version of yourself. And that's why I'm talking about, you know, there's this term hustle culture. You know, you see it on TikTok, on Instagram, like it's all over social media. Just the idea that you need to always be like going on your grind. You need to always be putting in 100% and I don't care if you're tired, go. Like, I don't know, typically I'll see it like for the gym. Like it doesn't matter if you're tired, like no off days. You have to go every single day, which just isn't how God created us to live. It's the same thing with work too. Because the problem is we fall in this trap of self-sufficiency when we do that and we also burn ourselves out so yeah that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about today I am glad it's Sunday it's another week it's already the middle of February like it's crazy like I it does not feel real but you know life goes and you take it each day at a time and each day is an opportunity to grow closer to Christ so speaking of Lent just started. And if you haven't, I mean, of course, it's not something like everyone has to do, but I think it's a great practice of choosing something to give up because um, it shows your ability to have self-control. And so I think that's really cool. So whether that's maybe you give up some type of food, you give up, like last week, uh, last week I talked about idols. So whether that's like you giving up some sort of idol, like maybe you give up social media, maybe you give up alcohol, I don't know what, whatever that might be for you. Um, but I also want to encourage you that if you did start Lent and you've messed up, it's not too late to get back on the train because me personally, I chose something that I'm going to stick to my personal, my close friends. Um, I might share it with them, but I chose something and I messed up, but I have 100% intention to start that journey again and continue until the end of Lent. And hopefully by then, if I keep doing it, it'll just be a habit and I'll be like, oh, 
I could live that long without it. Why do I need it now? So yeah, that's something to think about. But to get into today's topic, it's all about the idea of rest and Sabbath. And the idea of, oh, what? well, first I want to read from Deuteronomy because that's where the Ten Commandments start. And this is in regards to specifically the fourth commandment. So the word of the Lord here is, be careful to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. You are to labor six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Do not do any work, you, your son or daughter, your male or female slave, your ox or donkey, any of your livestock or the resident alien who lives within your city gates, so that your male and female slaves may rest as you do. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. That is why the Lord your God has commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. So, this idea of Sabbath, like everything else, I don't want you guys to think it's like an end-all, be-all rule. Because that's not what it is. Um, see, even Jesus did work on the Sabbath day when he was here on earth. And whenever he was questioned by like Pharisees, this is how he replied to them. The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. The son of man is Lord even of the Sabbath, which comes from Mark 2 verse 27 through 28. And basically what that's saying is God created the Sabbath as a tool and a representation of something deeper. It's not, it's not, um, every seventh day, like every Sunday, for example, is what most Christians say. You cannot do any work. You only can do things relating to God and you cannot do any work. But the thing is, if your neighbor needed help because they're having a heart attack and they needed to take into the emergency room, you're not just going to say, oh, it's a Sabbath. I can't take you. See, that's not how it works. But um, it is a good concept because it helps us know we need to take that time to rest, to focus on God, to worship him, and to just enjoy what he's provided us with. See, even in the beginning, even, God rested. The most powerful being to ever exist. Like, he's greater than anyone. He has the power to do anything, right? He didn't need the rest. But he did it because it shows us an example where work is set aside and replaced with fellowship and worship instead. And he's basically showing us an example of how we should behave. So Genesis 2, 2 through 3. On the seventh day, God had completed his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, for on it he rested from all his work of creation. See, the thing is, like, what I like from that passage, he declared it holy. Not only is rest something that we need, it's holy. Like, God, like, obviously we need to work. We need to put in the effort to achieve our goals. But rest is so important so we don't become prideful or self-sufficient in our work. And so that instead we take that time to reflect on God. That's why it's holy. Because it's set apart and it's something that we need in order to recuperate and restore our mental, spiritual, and physical needs. Okay, um, also I would like to point out that rest is a glimpse of eternity. So think about eternity. Eternity, there's not going to be any pain. It's going to be it's going to be just a, any, 
I don't have any other word to describe eternity. It's going to be an eternity of rest and being in God's presence. And we need to realize that hard work and toil were actually a result of the fall. It was one of the consequences God gave men when we chose to give in to sin and give in to the devil and his temptation. See, in Genesis 3, verse 17 through 19, it says, And he said to the man, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree which I commanded you, do not eat from it. The ground is cursed because of you. You will eat from it by means of painful labor all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. You will eat bread by the sweat of your brow until you return to the ground, since you were taken from it. For you are dust, and you will return to dust. See, there was work because we cared for the garden before the fall, but there wasn't painful work. And unfortunately, that is going to be part of today today's life because of what we did in the beginning it's not gonna always be fun it's often gonna cause pain like you know working out causes pain to our muscles so they can restore themselves and we become stronger you know we have to go to a job we might not like with people we might not like and it's not the most enjoyable thing but um it is required for us to live today because it provides our needs and gets us towards our goals. But once eternity hits, any work that we do is going to be effortless and it's not going to feel painful. It's not going to make us sweat and toil. So that's why um, rest helps us realize that there's not going to be any of that whenever we go to heaven. Okay, um, rest isn't always the absence of work. I, I had a quote on this that said it way better than I'm gonna. But basically, rest isn't always the absence of work, but it is always the presence of God. So when we think rest, sometimes we think nothingness. We think we're just laying there and we're just maybe doing something a little bit enjoyable. But sometimes you can be doing something that's kind of hard. You can be doing something that isn't your favorite thing to do. And in order to rest in that simply means inviting God into it and inviting God to be with you because he takes that burden for you. Um, God says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives, John 14, 27. See, rest isn't about the absence of the work and the hard stuff. Rest is all about God being there and taking it on for us, giving us the peace and giving us, like, just taking off that heavy weight from our shoulders. See, in Exodus, whenever Moses was leading his people into the promised land and he was kind of worried about it, God says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Like without God, like even when we try to rest without God, we're never going to truly get that fulfilling rest that we need to just take a break from every day. Like even if you have the absence of that stuff that causes you pain and hardship and not even hardship, but like even if you have the absence of like your daily work and your daily duties, if you don't invite God into it, it's not going to be truly fulfilling rest that sustains. It's just going to be temporary, and then you're going to go right back to it. Um, something we see is Jesus himself took the time to rest 
and he did this by drawing away from his ministry to rest in God's presence. He would go away from the people, we see it multiple times, and he would pray and just be with God and take time away from even, even godly work you need rest from, even stuff that you're doing for his kingdom. And even Jesus tells the disciples this whenever they're feeding the 5,000 in Mark 6, 31. Jesus says to them, Come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest for a while. For many people were coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So yes, even in the middle of them doing God's work and God's mission for them at that time, they needed the time to replenish themselves. Because if you don't... I mean, you've probably heard this analogy. If you don't fill your own cup up, you're not going to have enough to give other people. But if God's filling your cup, it's always overflowing. And it's just out of the abundance of that that you can give to other people without it taking from you. Um, so like like I was saying when I first started this podcast, um, my personal training, um, what I've been learning is... I used to do this myself is you push yourself and you think you're doing great because you're disciplining yourself and you're pushing yourself. You work out every day. And the thing is, you can do just like you can do how too much work, you can work out too much and fall into overtraining, which not only can cause a time of no improvement, it can even cause you to um, kind of like backtrack on how far you've come because it can actually be detrimental if you don't let your body restore itself. See, as humans, we are programmed to need rest and recovery time, and that's in all aspects of life. Resting also shows our trust in God and that we aren't solely dependent on our own efforts. Overdoing work or effort can lead to pride and um, kind of what you're telling God is, I know how to, like, I can do this better. Like my work and my efforts are better than yours, which isn't true. We should be letting God guide us to be able to do the work we need to do, but also resting and taking time to give space to our creator and rest in the fact that he is the one sustaining us and not our own power. And um, what I kind of wanted to show was some examples. So when we think of rest, the world's idea of rest might be, I'm going to take some time and scroll on social media. Well, let me tell you, that's not going to leave you fulfilled. You're always going to want more. Your time is going to be taken away. You're not truly resting. You might think it is, but it's a false sense. Same thing with watching like television, going to parties. You think that's a good way to rest and get everything off your chest. Um, spoiling yourself, like maybe going shopping and maybe going and spent just spending money on yourself or going and getting a spa day or, you know, a massage or a facial. See, none of those are bad things, but that's not truly what's going to rest, what's going to give us the rest and restoration we need. Same thing with laziness. Like rest is not, like I said, it's not always the absence. It often should be, but it is not laziness. It is not, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit around all day. That's not what the, that is not the rest God calls us to. The rest that God calls us to can be spending time in nature, enjoying his creation, and just feeling the peace of everything. It can be getting the adequate amount of sleep your body needs to operate at its utmost. It's quiet times with God, listening to what he has to say to us, and speaking to him anything we need. 
Um, it can be period periodically taking time off work, exercise, and school when you're getting burnout, when it's becoming too much. It's getting with godly community, whether that's a youth group or some sort of women's group or men's group, or go simply going to church. It can also be prayer, so just like quiet times, talking to God, thanking Him, worshiping Him, but also presenting your needs to Him and listening to anything He wants to say to you. And of course, spending time in his word, like any type of spiritual discipline is a good way to get the spiritual rest and fulfillment that we need and to take a step back from our daily um, requirements and duties. A very popular passage that talks about this, which rightly so, I do really like this passage because I think it is so, so true. Um, it's in Matthew and that's in chapter 11, starting in verse 28. It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, God wants to help us with our, our daily struggles and our daily needs and all of that. You'll find rest for your souls, he said. Not just physically, not just mentally, but for your soul, like that deep, just peaceful, knowing God's got it. That's what he wants to give you if you just let him and you offer him to come into your life and you give over. You you don't stop doing the things that you're doing, but you do them in a new way because you're doing them through God's strength and God's provision and God's power instead of just simply doing it all on your own because you think you know better. See, pride is a very very toxic thing when it comes to the Christian life. We need to realize that everything that we've been given and every opportunity we have is all a divine gift. And it's none of it was for our own. We did not deserve to, we don't deserve to live. We deserve only wrath. But God, he chose to give us that opportunity if we'll just believe in him, that he'll give us the grace to forgive us. He will help us. He will give us everything we need to fulfill his purpose. And so all we have to do is reach out to him, ask for that, and consistently build that relationship with him. And like I said, periodically we need the times of rest. It doesn't have to be like, oh, every this many days I'm going to take a day off. It doesn't have to be so systematic as that. But you can know yourself when you feel a certain way. You're like, okay, I feel right now that I really need rest. And whatever that looks like, I've, I gave the examples earlier, whatever that looks like, that's what you need to do so you can be ready for whatever comes next in your life. There's a song by Hillsong Young and Free. It's called Peace. And I invite you guys to listen to that song because I'm just going to give you part of it. But um, the chorus goes, there's a peace far beyond all understanding. May it ever set my heart at ease. What anxiety fails to remember is peace is a promise you keep. See, God wants to offer that because you live so differently with him and his peace that he provides versus always being anxious about what you need to get done, what's coming next, all you have on your plate. But whenever you're living with God, he keeps you through it. Like, see, I specifically remember times when I was going to university. There would be times where I knew God was working because I would be so overwhelmed 
And what I didn't realize was I was not connecting with God on the level I needed to connect with him. Because when you're, when you have that intimate relationship, you will see the fruit of it. And one of those fruits is the peace and the rest. Like you just feel at ease because you know that God is just going to give you everything you need. And I don't know how to explain it better than that. It is just an amazing feeling. But I remember times at university when I would grow close to God and I would just be like, God, I am so anxious. I have a lot on my plate. I don't know how to do it all. And then the next morning, I would wake up to a text, there's no class today. And that's a class that didn't get canceled the whole semester. But God like gave me the time and the space uh, and or like something would take a lot shorter than I thought it would. God would just work in ways where I saw him working and he provided for me. If you just ask him to, he will. I promise you that. So yeah, that's kind of, I guess that was a shorter episode, but um, that's something that I feel like our culture needs to realize is it's not always go, go, go. That is not the mindset we should have as Christians because our bodies need rest. Our bodies need time to restore themselves in order for us to keep getting the things done we want to get done. It's not like there is a time and place for us needing to push ourselves and to go after the things we want with um, more than we than we think we can. But it should not be a daily 24-7 going whenever we're down, like even when we're down, even when we're hurt, even when we're burnt out. That can lead to a lot of problems, like physically, like if you're overtraining, that can lead to injury or illness or depleted progress. So in the same way, spiritually, if we don't take the time to spiritually rest, we will see our relationship with God take a toll. And like I was saying earlier, if you're constantly go, go, going in regards to like a career or school and never taking the time to just reset your mind and allowing God to give you true peace, then you are going to experience either pride or just mental exhaustion. So it is so important, this concept. I've learned it, and I hope you guys um, can benefit from learning a little bit more about it. And I will see you guys back next week.